gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think real hard about what you wanna be. Step four, everybody just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. Good morning. Welcome to Stonebridge Stories, episode number eight. I am today greeted with two people that are teachers, friends, bros, co-coaches, uh, all the things. Um, and so they will carry this conversation on because they know each other uh, in ways that um, I can only imagine and should be a hoot to listen to. So uh, across me is Elijah Welchel. And then to my right is Tanner McClellan. Uh, welcome, guys, to the studio, um, and take it away. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Thanks. you. Happy to be here. Ha happy to be here. Another day living the dream. All right, Mr. McClellan, you could get um, us popping here. Yeah, so Mr. Welchel, Mr. W, I often refer to him as Mr. W, so that's probably how I'll... I'll throw that out there. I have a few questions that I'm going to ask you, and then we'll see. A few answers. Okay, cool. And we'll see where it goes, and if I just go a different direction, that's where we'll go. But if you could, why don't you go ahead and describe to me when and why you first decided decided to work at Cambridge? Just started? Just started. I kind of comboed that. All right. Remix. English teacher. Um, well, you know, I from New Jersey. It was an awesome place to grow up, but I didn't want to stay there forever. Like yeah. mom still lives in the same house that I lived my whole life. Went to college, not knowing a single person. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to college, it snowed from like October till May and I wanted to get out of that. So then I just kind of was applying, you know, to literally all over the country, like Texas, schools in California, Seattle, Denver, um, other schools like in D.C. in the Northern Virginia area, and I just kind of, you know, interviewed the one day. Um, yeah, and then I just, I'm here. Ended up in uh, none other than Northern Virginia. Northern Loudoun Virginia, the, the Silicon Valley of the East. Yeah. You know, I heard a lot of things about uh, New Jersey specifically. Um, I think they have a lot of really good subs up that way. Yeah. Do you have any you know, sub shops? Oh, I know you yours is New Jersey Michaels. <laughs> the that's New where, Jersey Michaels. That's where you got your, your catering for your wedding from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that is actually uh, not true, but, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be opposed. Um, it's too many carbs for Mr. McClellan. Mr. Mr. Welchel basically wakes up and just performs Mike's way in his sleep. Um Everything he does is Mike's way. Yeah, the dressing. They make some good subs. They do. I mean, you know. Probably the best around here. New Jersey's finest. So, I mean, um, that's, yeah, that's the only thing Jersey's probably known for. That's actually good. Pizza. Nope. And Mr. W. And me. And you. Just you. And no, and Bon, jo bon Jovi. Isn't he from Jersey? Yeah, but we, I don't know. He, he's kind of a weirdo. We like Bruce Springsteen more. Oh. The boss. The boss. The boss. Um, all right. Well, second question then. I mean, thank you for that for that answer. I feel like it was pretty moving. Um, what's the best piece of advice given to you um, when you first started here as a teacher? Um, I don't really know. Like, I can't remember advice like right when I started versus advice I'm still getting. So kind of just everything, you know. Um, is there a specific person who has been kind of like your advice muse or somebody who 
Uh, my out. first year was uh, Gary Willis, and he was here for I think like 15 years. He's at Briarwoods now. Um, Amy McCall and I shared a room for two years, so that was definitely cool. Um, you know the whole department, Josh Smilek, all all the all the peeps over over in the social sciences. Just social. Just social. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can hear when you're first starting. Um, but, you know, I guess you just keep rolling with it and apply everything that you hear. I guess it's kind of the the teacher way. Just yeah, just, just keep it rolling. Just keep it rolling. Um, how would you describe your time here at Stonebridge? Um, good. I guess a little chaotic. Well, you think we started our first year together mm-hmm. and that was the COVID year. So we went home in like March Then last year we started working from home and then we came back. And then this year was like masks for the first half, then no masks. Um, it's been kind of a big adjustment. So I think that in, in terms of, I don't think chaotic is necessarily like always a bad thing. Just because, you know, we had to, like, adjust, just like the students had to adjust and kind of everybody had to adjust. So, um, yeah, it's definitely kind of, you know, I could see myself coming back to teaching at some point. Like, I don't think I'll leave it forever. Uh, I just need to change it up right now. But, you know, within my first three years, I don't really think that there's many people that could say they had a, a similar first, you know, three years of teaching. Yeah. Um, I mean, every year has just been... Reinventing the, the wheel, wheel, pretty much. Yeah. And I, you know, one more year of that, I'll, I'll have a full car. <laughs> four wheels. This is four wheels. Uh, Got it. Maybe mm-hmm. an off-road vehicle. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually remember um, the first time that we went to, what was it? Where's the school that we had to Was move? it Champ? It was one of the newer schools. It, it was Champ or Rockridge. Champ or Rockridge. It was Rockridge. Too, yeah. It was Rockridge. Okay. Yeah. I remember when I when I went into a room, we like separated, and it was like the new Stonebridge staff went in one room, and it was like specifically us high school teachers after being with a mix of like a bunch of other teachers, not all high school, just new teachers in general. And when we finally separated out into like our high school groups, I got into Stonebridge, and I was like, all right, here's where all my like new buddies are going to be. And I remember seeing Mr. Welchel there in this plaid long sleeve. Was I in a plaid long sleeve? Is that Is typical it? jersey wear? I don't know. Hmm. I wouldn't know that, but, uh, you know, might be a new jersey thing. But I remember seeing him there. He had short hair. And I was like, man, we're like the only two, like, young, young males in this. Young, young men. Young men in this room right now it's like probably gonna be expected to be this guy's friend or something look where we are now here we are doing a podcast um didn't know you played lacrosse at the time yeah me neither i also played you didn't know you played lacrosse no i didn't know yeah i didn't know you played lacrosse life is life is long it can take it's a highway some people might say (laughs) it can take a toll on your mental state um yeah so that's a little fun fun little memory here we are now an office with a couple microphones in front of our face. Um, how have you grown and what skills have you acquired since starting the job? Um, definitely 
being more kind of just versatile, like we talked about before, where kind of every day is something, and not even necessarily every day, it's like class by class, stuff works, stuff doesn't work. Um, you're in charge of, you know, 120, you know, younger nice. adults, um, kind of, you know, on a weekly basis, which is something that is definitely a little intimidating to start. Um, but, you know, that's something that you kind of just figure out and as weird as it sounds, definitely kind of just the, the fake it till you make it mentality is just something where, you know, if, if you don't know something, you can just try to figure it out quick. I don't want to say pretend like, you know, everything, cause that's obviously not the case. I'm very upfront about stuff that I'm, I'm not super familiar with, but you know, just probably just confidence and, and people kind of read off that if you, you know seem like you know what you're talking about people will probably follow that um yeah you know be able to adjust on the fly don't be so kind of stuck in in kind of what you're doing and you know because things are always gonna gonna change and you know murphy's law you know what what can go wrong will go wrong so that's something that um i think definitely not just me but you know all teachers and people working in schools have had to you know adjust in different skills that they might not necessarily um, recognize that translate from, you know, the classroom to kind of other aspects. And I think for us, cause you know, we do coach as well. Um, I think a lot of that stuff kind of, you know, bounces back and forth. So we might have, you know, a different perspective on, uh, teaching and different kind of ways how to present information, you know, based off of if we're at practice or if we're in the classroom and, um, kind of carrying some of that stuff over. Yeah. I mean, in a way, in that way, at least, I mean, the way you describe it and I, I agree I've had a similar situation where it's kind of like teaching is like boxing except you don't throw any punches you just get punched you're just <laughs> you're just you know rolling with it and and thinking on your feet and then the round ends you go to the next block and your hands are behind your back the whole time obviously but uh, you know rope-a-dope rope-a-dope um, so if you have to give like a single attribute that you think that you're like, I'm proud of teaching because I can now do this thing. What would you say that thing is? Um, I don't know. I guess just saying like, yeah, like, cause for me, it's, I want to do like a million different things. And like, I know you're like that and our, our other friends are like that where, um, you said the F word, the friends word. Oh, the friends. It's the only F word that matters. Um, what was the question? Oh, attributes. No, just saying that I did it. And because coming out of college, my one goal was like, you know, I want to be a high school history teacher and then be the head cross coach at the school that I am teaching at. And I got that, um, you know, my second year. And, you know, hopefully I'll still be coaching um, next year. Again, that's not my decision uh, at this point if I'm not here. Um, but, you know, it's one thing where, you know, I was able to kind of go out, accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. And then now I'm going, okay, let me see, you know, what else is next. You beat the game. Yeah, beat it. Game over. Yeah, volume two. Coming out. Coming soon. Coming soon. Stay tuned. Um, cool. So um, what do you think, this can be, I guess, in the classroom or on the field as well, what do you think that you will remember most about being a bulldog? I don't know. Like, definitely... Um, it is cool with the classes that I'm teaching. I think you have some similar ones with like newspaper and stuff like that, where you have kids as, you know, sophomores and then 
for me having them again like later as juniors or seniors is kind of um, interesting to see kind of how you know they grow and develop and just getting you know kids asking hey can you write me a letter of recommendation you know that's cool for them to kind of trust you with that and you know the with lacrosse you know doing um, I guess being more honest and upfront uh, with those groups of guys um, and those kids maybe that we're not necessarily with students because we don't have kind of obviously the same relationship or environment for that um and, you know just kind of seeing seeing them grow and stuff like that in in different aspects i guess okay this is kind of a follow-up on that same idea i guess but i mean based on those memories and i'm sure you have like specific students in mind like you kind of think in the back of your head like, you know these specific students or these specific people were people that I was able to, um, you know, connect with and, and make good memories, um, you know, that you will continue to have even if you're not here um, teaching. But in a similar aspect, what do you think would be kind of your greatest accomplishment or the thing that you feel like you achieved? Like, obviously, you got the job and the position and made the connections in certain ways, but on the field or in the classroom, what do you think is one accomplishment or one memory that you're going to, you know, you can kind of hang your hat on in the proverbial you know, sense. Um, well, classroom wise, I guess, you know, teaching human geo going and checking scores and seeing like how many kids did well. Um, and, you know, it feels good to know that, you know, they're prepared for that. Um, the, the AP test, you mean? Yeah. The AP test. Okay. What did I say? No, you said AP Human Geo, just checking their scores. Oh, the, yeah, 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 the, the AP exam, yeah. Um, and then on the field, you know, like we had games where, you know, we'll blow teams out that we should not probably be winning by as much. You know, like this year we had a game like that. You know, last year we had a, a one-goal win against a team that, um, you know, was very, very competitive and, and, you know, beat us by a lot earlier in the year. Um, just kind of things like that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the games that we shouldn't have won that we did win. Mm -hmm. um, one school specifically, that was pretty nice. Pretty good. No um, free ads, though, so sorry. To your to your friends, um, people that you kind of referenced earlier, teachers in your department, or I guess other teachers in the school who are listening, what advice would you give to people in your department or other teachers at the school? Um, it's going to probably sound kind of bad, but I would just say find other stuff that you care about. Like, obviously teaching is great, but at the same time, like, this is supposed to be enjoyable. And for me, like one of the reasons why I'm not coming back is just because, you know, it did stop being enjoyable for me. And that kind of started to impact other aspects of you know, my life where coaching I really enjoy and that kind of started to, you know, sour that or even, you know, on the weekends where, you know, um, going out, uh, doing, you know, go to museums and stuff because I live in Arlington, um, like in D.C. and, you know, going out to get a bite to eat with friends and stuff. I was just kind of stressing, you know, about stuff at school that I necessarily couldn't, you know, I guess couldn't really control um so probably honestly just you know at the end of the day take a step back it's all going to work out um you know if 
some student or some parents giving you a hard time, they're probably giving other teachers a hard time as well. So it's probably not just a, a solo thing. Um, like I don't a, like a you problem. Yeah, I don't think that there's any teachers at this school specifically that you know, I think are bad teachers or you know I think are don't care about their job. Um, I just think that you know you should prioritize. You know, a lot of teachers I think need to prioritize themselves a little bit more. Um, than they do already again, because we do talk about how, you know, you're teaching 120 kids and, you know, for us, we have, you know, another 40 knuckleheads in the lacrosse team we got to worry about. Um, and you know, that stuff's stressful where, you know, with every kid you have, you know, at least one parent, if not two parents, um, if there's an issue coming at, you know, at you, you know, good, bad or, or ugly or whatever. Um, so just, you know, kind of maintaining that sense of, I don't want to say, oh, it's just a job, but, you know, don't try to be active in not letting it affect you outside of, you know, your parameters and, and controlling what you can control. Yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, even continuing it on here at Stonebridge, it still makes sense in terms of, you know, focusing on the things that you want to focus on and not letting it become so much more than it is. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely know that you know you're a real patron of the arts as are you and uh that you know you definitely don't want to be going you know from museum to museum to museum mm -hmm. to one more museum um just thinking about minor summatives the whole time <laughs> yeah exactly it really kind of weighs down the um experience of the exhibits yeah you get distracted yeah does thinking about formatives make it better i mean yeah <laughs> i mean formatives will make it a little bit better but i mean there's not a museum that this guy just signed up <laughs> which i think natural takeaways to me is like what's your favorite museum yeah. like what should i do this summer when i'm not thinking about minor major <laughs> summatives where should i go oh <laughs> just Everywhere, there's so all, many places. Just all of them. It's all. Just all of them. Hit them all. Just yeah. hit them all. Just hit them all. Just alphabetical order. Just start. Yeah. yeah. Start. Just make a checklist. Museum and work up to the zebra. And yep. Cove or something. Yep. Is there a zebra cove in DC area? I don't know. I don't know. You guy should guy. know that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, we're in a pandemic, and yeah. I don't know. It's only been a matter of time. I mean, not not too many people know this, but. One of his claims to fame, um, Mr. W, is that, you know, you could drop him in just about any restroom in any of the local museums and he'd be able to find his way out of the building because he's just been there so many times. Pretty, yeah, it's not going to dispute that claim. You know, patron of the arts. Patron of the arts. I like to learn. And stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, yes. That's important, especially for lacrosse. Yeah. Museums have some good gift shops and... Water fountains. Water fountains. Mm-hmm. Um... Describe the characteristics of coworkers with whom you most enjoyed working. This can help others understand, you know, value in network relationships just in general. But what were some of the attributes or, you know, individual things that certain other teachers, you know, I know the things I've done for you probably come to mind first. Yeah, help me move. If you can, I did help them move. That was actually true. Um, but if you can, and if you recall, it was one of the first things I said that I could do at this building. Yeah, you stood up in our introductions, and he's like, if anyone needs something heavy lifted, I'm the guy. 
I said, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, some people Hard know, know the blueprints of local museums and some people move things for other people. But um, if there are certain aspects that you can remember of your coworkers or attributes that they had, like what makes somebody a good staff member, friend, um, coworker, and on that same note, if you have any memories of things people did for you, you can shout them out too. I don't know. Just like do stuff outside, I guess, of, of school. Like, you know, get a bite to eat, go to like a, a hockey game or a baseball game, something like that. I know that, you know, you do stuff with your department. Um, we do. Sometimes, yeah, like we'll do stuff with ours and, and, and different things. And, um, you know, you're with these people for, you know, extensive amounts of time and, you know, all hours and, um, I don't think you can really like fully enjoy, you know, being with somebody um, if you're just kind of at work, if that makes sense, where, you know, a lot of like you're one of my best friends here and, you know, talk about like Allison, Jenny, Kaylee, um, Emily. Did I say Emily? Yeah, you just did. Okay. I don't want to forget anybody. Shout out to Miss Thompson. Yeah, Miss Thompson, girls basketball coach. Um, But yeah, just like doing stuff like that and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think that, that pretty much covers it. I mean, specific things that they did, you know, like a good coworker, a good oh. friend is somebody who just... Just your friend. You could be like, yo, hey, can you cover my class for a minute? Or, hey, like, can I bounce this off of you? Or, hey, like, I saw you're struggling with this. Like, here's what I did or stuff like that. So, yeah. I don't know. So make those personal bonds uh, along with those professional ones, right? Yeah. Right. Outside of... Outside of school stuff, like don't just be talking about, you know, who cheated off of who and of whom in class, and you know, that type of stuff. Well, you don't want to call each other at twelve o'clock and talk about minor sandwiches. That's not a joy. Twelve o'clock, everybody knows. You know, eleven p.m. and later is major summatives only. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So, this is kind of a follow-up, but it's kind of like one of the last prepared questions here is. What do you think that you contributed to, um, or what did you contribute to the SBHS community? Um, what is what is your paw print in the <laughs> steps you took as a bulldog? No, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to, you know, like, because even, you know, my kids, I, I, you know, don't think, some of them know that I'm, I'm not coming back, but for... You know, most of them, I would even tell them, like, you know, I'm still not sure, like, what I want to do when I grow up. Um, And just kind of, you know, like, showing them that, you know, you can do other stuff than just, you know, the football player and then whatever. Because, you know, eventually that's going to end. And I'm sure that, you know, you and I have both played in college and, you know, we had friends that probably all they did was play lacrosse and party. Mm -hmm. And then those are the only two things they did and you take lacrosse away and you know, they have like nothing else to do. Um, but you know, you do like your poetry and stuff like that and your writing and I'll do like, you know, music and our other friend that we coach with, um, he does like podcasts and stuff like that and graphic design. So trying to show them to be more, a little bit more well-rounded, um, and like do stuff that's fun for them like i think especially here too many kids do things because 
they say, you know, it's going to look good on a college resume. And like for me, it's, you know, I played football and lacrosse in high school because I like to play football and lacrosse. I was in, you know, the concert band from like fourth grade until like sophomore year of high school um, because, you know, I like to be in the concert band. I'm an Eagle Scout because I like going on hikes and, you know, camping and doing all that kind of stuff. But um, I think trying to show them that and then, you know, on, on more of like a appearance based, you know, I don't know how many other male teachers here have like a nose piercing or, you know, that many like visible tattoos or stuff like that, where, um, you know, if they're like, Hey, like, I don't know, just do what you want. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Like do your, do your own thing. You know what I mean? Especially here. I feel like it's so hard. We're even talking to kids about like going to college and they're like, Oh, I can't go to Nova or community college. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, who cares? They like, totally can. There, there's a yeah, lot of success like, stories. I don't want to say, like, nothing matters, but, like, do what you want. Yeah. Obviously, there are some parameters. Obviously, if there's any students, I wouldn't recommend you getting a tattoo until at least you graduate college. Because if I started getting tattoos when I was, like, 17, 18 years old, I would look like an idiot right now. Yeah. Um, I still probably look like an idiot, but uh, those are more thought-out decisions, I guess, than me being 16, 17, are, 18 years old. You know, idiot Mark says you're more comfortable with. Yeah, exactly. And I can kind of explain them better yeah we can also definitely you know you mentioned it cut, kept some mental notes of the things you just said definitely want to cut a promo and shout out to uh coach justin samoy bad batch podcast oh, on everywhere that you can find podcasts puts in a lot of work puts in a lot of work star wars marvel pop culture yeah so uh, shout out to him but yeah yeah i mean i think i think one thing that is really beneficial to students and i think it's what I got based on for what you're talking about is just being transparent and like, you know, being a teacher is more than just, you know, saying what's happening in, you know, act four, scene two of Macbeth. It's kind of just letting them know like who you are as a person and how to, how to navigate specific things in life. So, I mean, you don't have to hide things. You don't obviously don't share everything with. Yeah with specific people and they, there's things that they don't need to know, but there's, you know, strength and vulnerability. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about when you're talking about transparency and just being open and letting them know. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I guess follow up and kind of like one of the last questions I have, um, prepared at least is just what or where is the SBOE, uh, tattoo going? <laughs> That's after we win, we win states. Okay, but you got to you we'll figure that one thinking out. Thinking of a, you know, a skeletal area, anatomy, anatomy, of where you can where you can put that thing. It's gotta Anatomical be area got to be visible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that kind of wraps it up from what I have question wise. I mean, is there any any questions you want to pose or any thoughts that you would like to get out um, so that people in the world I don't know I think I covered it just you know do your thing you know I don't want to say nothing really matters but you know as long as you're comfortable with whatever you're doing it should be fine um don't care too much about the wrong things if that makes sense you only have like so much energy so make sure you prioritize it um and yeah just like try to have fun and, and that's the reason why you know for me why i'm not coming back is because i try to have fun and obviously i know everything's not going to be you know perfect all the time um but you know 
if don't feel like you have to be stuck somewhere and not just necessarily like career wise or teaching, but like, you know, in like a relationship or like if, you know, you're living somewhere, you have a car that's a piece of garbage and you can afford a new one. Like, don't feel like, you know, you're stuck or something, but you know, growth is good. Keep growing, keep doing your thing. I, I really think that's pretty much it. Honestly, do you have any other ones, Mr. C? I'm pretty good. All right. I think we're, I think we're wrapped up. Yeah, those are great words to live by. Right. Uh, have your make sure you enjoy life um, and don't lose sight of that. Right. It's it's work, but it's you should be happy and enjoy yourself. That should be a constant through line. Um, I hope I'm sure you relate that to your students. Um, and I wish you the best of luck wherever that is. Thank you, sir. Steps. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you guys for coming out here. Um, I guess in my mind, I imagine you guys getting up and hugging. Maybe a few tears are shed. Maybe yeah. on the lacrosse field at the end. That's that's behind the scenes. I did I did uh, hoist him on the field when we had a victory. Uh, yeah, that was this year. There's probably pictures of that out somewhere, but you know most of the stuff is, is behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah, the public displays. You know, for Fair select enough. viewers. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the Patreon. Patreon, yeah. That's the Patreon, yeah. That, okay. Those will be in the in the uh, podcast description somewhere. <laughs> Just make something up. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Step one, wake up, brother, gonna rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, you grow hard about what you want to be. Step four, Everybody just do your thing Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Wake up, today's gonna be a good day